Listener Production. Hello, and you are very welcome to another episode of Huff Science Explained with me, Petra Stock, a science journalist with Cosmos magazine. Each week, twice a week, we answer life's questions, big or small. And today, we are delving into Halloween. October is spring in our part of the world. It's also the month where you tend to find giant, out-of-season pumpkins cropping up in supermarkets. And instead of sprucing things up for an annual spring clean, many households start decking their porches in spiderwebs. Here in Australia, the spooky season is often considered a recent American import. Even though the Mount Alexander Mail reports a Halloween ball was held in Castlemaine as far back as 1858, an event which proved to be a great success with couples dancing into the early hours of the morning. But this isn't a history podcast, it's a science one. If we set aside misgivings about plastic costumes, fake blood, and excessive amounts of sugar consumed by children awake well past their bedtimes, Surely an evening spent trawling the neighbourhood with afraid of ghosts, covens of witches and mobs of zombies counts as some fairly harmless entertainment. But amongst all the fun, occasionally it does seem our Halloween superstitions and suspicions can get a little out of hand. Is it bad luck if a black cat crosses your path on Halloween? If you answered yes you're perpetuating a phenomenon called black cat bias in which cats with black fur are perceived more negatively than their feline friends. BCB is bad news for American cats. In the US, a study looking at the outcomes for nearly 8,000 cats in an animal shelter in Kentucky found black cats were more likely to be euthanized and less likely to be adopted than those with white fur. And despite their connection to Halloween, black cats had no improved chance of adoption during the month of October. Nor, sadly, if you were wondering, the shelter bunnies at Easter. A group of Texas psychologists set out to determine the root causes of black cat bias, testing four possible theories. Was it religious beliefs, superstitions, or even racism that led people to view black cats negatively? Or was it the difficulty in reading the emotions on their little cat faces? To find out, they asked 101 participants to rate cats. 20 cat photos were provided from nearby shelters in which all cats were depicted with a neutral facial expression and pose. Half of the cats were black and half were other colours. Participants then completed three different questionnaires. The Santa Clara Strength of Religious Faith questionnaire which assesses the role of faith in a person's life, the modern racism scale, measuring racist attitudes, and the revised paranormal belief scale, testing belief in things like witchcraft and superstitions. The study found evidence for black cat bias, with people rating the black-furred felines as less friendly and more aggressive than the other cats, even though they hadn't met them. This was consistent across diverse participant backgrounds. When combined with the results of other questionnaires, the study suggested people with higher superstition scores were more likely than others to have unfavourable attitudes towards black kitties. It also indicated a link between people's inability to read the emotions of a black cat with negative scores on both friendliness and aggressiveness. 
Mercifully, Australians seem to be less susceptible to black cat bias. A study of 2,584 cats in a Sydney shelter by the Sydney School of Veterinary Science found that black cats fared better with an overall shorter length of average stay than their white counterparts. The paper suggested the possibility of concerns about white cats getting sunburn might be the reason behind this southern hemisphere effect. When it comes to the hazards of Halloween, what about those urban myths about people tampering with trick-or-treat lollies, concealing razors or needles in chocolate bars? Fears about Halloween sadism, the idea that razor blades, needles or metal objects might be hidden in Halloween treats, appear to have emerged sometime in the 1970s. Incredibly, by the 1980s, American hospital emergency and radiology departments were regularly offering to X-ray Halloween candy to allay people's fears. Last stop on the trick-or-treat trail, kiddies, the local emergency department. The X-raying of candy bags has continued in some places as recently as last year, despite studies finding no evidence that this sort of treat tampering was occurring, or even that X-raying candy bags is an effective means of detection. In 1988, a review of X-ray screening considered 1,063 X-rayed bags of candy across 21 hospitals, but found no evidence of any metal objects buried in the sweets. The study estimated the US could be spending as much as $1.4 million of the public health purse X-raying candy. A follow-up study in 1992 involving 454 bags of candy screened across five hospitals and three care centres again found no evidence of tampering. University of Delaware sociologist Joel Best has been tracking and seeking to verify media reports of sabotaged candy since 1985. Best updates his work regularly and says in all the decades of his research, he has been unable to find a substantiated report of a child being killed or seriously injured by a contaminated treat collected during trick-or-treating. What are the real risks of Halloween? Analysis of accident data in the US and UK shows evidence for increased risk of traffic accidents resulting in pedestrian fatalities or serious injuries on Halloween, with the highest relative risk among children. It makes sense if you think about it. Groups of children and adults wandering the streets at dusk, behaving unpredictably, many with their vision obscured by costumes and masks. There's another public health risk according to Australia's Nossal Institute for Global Health. In 2013, the Institute warned against increased confectionery advertising targeting children in October. Each year, an increasing number of witches and wizards darken the doors of Australian households demanding free junk food, their report says. The authors suggested Australians stick to celebrating Halloween with more healthy options, such as pumpkins, fruit or toys. Which brings me to what might be the quirkiest Halloween research ever undertaken. Would viewing a picture of Michelle Obama cause you to choose a healthier treat? In a multi-year randomised controlled trial involving 1,223 trick-or-treaters in New Haven, an economist from the Kellogg School of Management and two political scientists from Yale sought to determine whether trick-or-treaters who saw a picture of Michelle Obama's face might be more likely to choose fruit over chocolate. The experiment was conducted over three Halloweens in the East Rock neighbourhood of New Haven, Connecticut. Unsuspecting children who happened to be out trick-or-treating 
became part of the experiment and were randomly assigned to one or the other side of the porch. Those children who did not wish to wait in line, perhaps the paper remarks, due to an objective of maximising their candy per hour productivity rate, did not approach the house and therefore were not included. On one side of the porch, children were faced with a large photo of Michelle Obama. On the other side, as a control or comparison, they included an alternative photo or no photo. In 2014 and 2015, the control photo was Hillary Clinton. At both sides of the porch, children were asked their age and whether they would prefer to receive fruit, a box of raisins, or a small packaged chocolate bar. A marginally higher share of children, 28%, on the Michelle Obama side chose raisins compared to 23.5% who saw a picture of Clinton and Romney or nothing. There's no mention of what the children made of this peculiar house displaying political photos on Halloween. The authors noted there were several limitations to their approach. Key drawbacks included running the experiment on a day where candy was readily available and when children might be under the influence of sugar consumption. In other words, um, Halloween? For the latest in science news, don't forget to check out the Science Briefing, also available here on the Listener app. And head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next week for another Hup Science Explained.